Exciting adventure of Tales from the Attic. If you don't know what Tales from the Attic is, well, I'm your host, Donnie Salvo, and what I do is I go up into my attic, I reach into a long box, I grab a comic, and I talk to you about it. That's what we do. That's how we do it. But first, let me tell you about our sponsor. Our sponsor for this episode is Broken Sea presents Beta Flight. Not everyone they find is ready or willing to don a costume to help others. Then again, some are. These are their adventures. Listen to the adventures of the Better Flight team in this action-packed audio drama available at brokensea.com slash betaflight. I did that in my movie guy voice. I hope you liked it. So go ahead. Check it out. And you know what? Surprise. I may be on an episode. Actually, I think I am on an episode. And if you could tell... I'll tell you what. If you could tell me what episode and who I play, I will give you a prize of some sort. How does that sound? I will figure out something. How how would that be? Maybe I'll just give you some random comics from my long box. That sounded dirty. Or did it? Anyway, let us start off with Justice League Rise of the Arsenal number three. Uh, <laughs> this is awesome. Written by J.T. Cruel. And if you want some of the worst stuff to ever happen to one of your favorite superheroes... You hired J.T. Cruel to write the story. Now, here we go. I'm going to tell you all about this leading up to this issue. Um, they did the Cry for Justice, where Roy Harper, Red Arrow, lost his arm to Prometheus, but it wasn't over just there. Prometheus planted a bomb in Star City, where Roy's little girl lives. And Prometheus sent the electrocutioner to blow it up real good and he did and Roy's daughter died so Roy uh, is grieving with that and um, and the loss of his arm on top of that so uh, but we start off now he had his daughter with the assassin named Cheshire Cheshire and people know her as you know She's Jade. Um, she was part of the Secret Six in the miniseries and, and such. of that And things of that nature. 
So let's start it off. And we got Cheshire is in the house. And Roy is shirtless with his nub. And he, I don't know how he did this, but he shoulder tackles her with his ar- with, with the part of his body with no arm, which is cool. And he knocks her on her ass. And they're fighting. And then he slams her up against the wall. And she's, she's, she's scratching his back. And she kicks him in the face. And then um, he falls down to a, into a box of shit. And he grabs a tennis racket, which is weird. And she dives towards him. And she said, some hero, Roy. You couldn't even keep our daughter safe. And she goes to stab him with her long-ass nails. And because she, she keeps poison at the end of her nails. Um, that's how she assassinates people for the most part. And he gets her caught up all in the tennis racket. And um, he said, if you want to point that cloned finger at someone, point it at yourself. And he picked up a stapler, dude. And he staples her in the arm and in the shoulder. He said, you're a skilled assassin, but as a mother, you suck. That's exactly what he said. He said, I was raising Leon alone. That's their daughter. Trying to build a better life for her. And he grabs an extension cord, and he wraps it around his hand. And he starts whooping. And he says, what the hell did you ever do for her? And they're standing there, and they're staring at each other. And they're pissed off, and they're giving each other dirty looks. And she's poised. She's ready to strike. And he just whoops her in the face with the with the um extension cord. And she dives at him and he ties up her hands and he throws her up against the wall. And she says, you can't stop me. I'll kill you. And he goes, I'll kill you first. And she starts crying. She says, she, she was our baby, Roy. Leon. And then he kind of half hugs her. Cause, and then they start making out. And they start doing, they start. And she's like. He, she's really going because I know and they're in silhouette and they're laying there like they're about to have sex and then <laughs> it goes to Cheshire naked on the on the couch and Roy sitting in front of her and he, he says in his mind he goes seems I truly am a broken man in every imaginable way oh no And she says, it's okay, Roy. With everything swirling in your head, there's no surprise you weren't able to perform. Oh, no. And he's all, shut up, Jade. Maybe if you knew how to touch me, or maybe if you dressed better, why don't you lose some weight? No, he didn't say any of that. He just said, shut up, Jade. And she's all like, where are you going? And he puts on his cable arm. Because he has a cybernetic arm that Cyborg built for him. I like to call it Cable Arm. Because it looks like Cable from the X-Men, only it's gold. And she's and she's like, now? Why? <laughs> That's horrible, dude. They took away his arm. They killed his baby. And now his... Mr. Happy won't get happy. What? What else are you going to do to Roy? Oh, it gets better. So then he says, I need some release. So he dresses up in his uh, Red Arrow slash Arsenal costume. Because before he was Red Arrow, he was Arsenal. But originally he was Speedy. Green Arrow sidekick, the one that had the heroin problem. Okay, sorry, I should have said that at the beginning of the episode. But So dude, he's punching out some street tough. And he throws a knife in another street tough's um, arm. And he goes, this town's been going through hell, and these bastards are trying to capitalize on the chaos. 
And then there's another dude who's pointing a gun. And he goes, they're, they're, they aren't human. They're animals. Vultures circling the desperate and the injured. For me, they serve their purpose. So the dude's shooting at him, but he's hitting the um, cable arm. And then he ninja kicks him in the face. And everybody's down and bleeding. And he goes, much better. And he feels better because everybody knows it's psychological. Um, like a lot of things with serial killers and stuff that they need a, a, the violent release to give them a sexual release. And that's the truth. And, and this is no different than what Roy's going for. He can't... Because <laughs> Mr. Happy won't get happy and it's only happy when he's kicking a little arse. So there you go. That's That's how that is there. So now he's jumping from rooftop to rooftop and somebody's talking to him and he says, that was the difference between us. I was a lover and you were a fighter. Come to think of it, you were a lover too, weren't you? And he goes, shut up, Corey. Now, for those longtime DC fans know that Corey was a member of uh, Roy's band back in the day and he's the one that got him hooked on the, uh, on the drugs back in the day. And he's talking about, you know, remember those two groupies in Nashville? A couple of real skanks. The things we did with them. I just cringe thinking about it. Oh, my God. So Roy is really not a nice guy. I mean, he tries to do the right thing. and He's trying to... F but if you think about it, look at his mentor, Ollie Queen. He's not really all that great of a dude either. But, oh, my Lord. And uh, he said, don't be that way. You try to forget about that, Roy. But not me. That Roy was my best friend, and I miss him, don't you? And uh, Roy's in pain. He's holding his cable arm. And he goes, it hurts, don't it? They warned you about that can opener. And he says, there ain't no easy fix around this. Except for our kind of fix. But the thing with Corey is, is Corey's dead. So this is all in Roy's head. I'm sorry, I forgot to, to tell you that. He died of an overdose. Um... And so Roy's on the rooftop and he's looking down and there's a drug deal going on. What? And then, so Roy says to himself, he goes, you're right, Corey, she's dead. What does it matter anymore? And Roy jumps off the rooftop and he goes, beat it, losers. He's all mine. They run away and he grabs a dude with, with drugs. And uh, the guy's like, okay, okay, I'm done. Let me go and I'll never deal around here again. And he goes, no, man. You don't get it. I'm not here to shut you down. I'm looking to score. <laughs> He's looking to score. Like a 1970s police drama. We got him. We, we picked him up. He was looking to score. Score some of the drugs. Some of the narcotics. Some of the... The, the, the drugs... And the drug dealer looked for fear in his face, and he just went to confuse. He's like, "Err," like you know, like when your dog hears a weird sound and he looks all confused, and they tilt their head. That's exactly how this drug dealer. So now dig this, and he goes, "I need the heavy stuff." You got any China Cat? And, and the drug dealer's like, "China what? What year are you from? What China Cat? What does that even mean?" Wasn't that a TV show about the female doctors on the... And he goes, no. The real deal. Heroin. 
And the, the drug dealer was like, oh, yeah, heroin. Yeah, man, I got some of that. Here it's called A-Train. It'll take you wherever you need to get to. No lie. And Roy's all sweaty and stuff, and he's like, I'll take it. I'll take it all. And then it shows him in the alleyway cooking up cooking up the drugs. And, he sh- and he's sniffing the heroin. And he's in an alley with crackheads, dude. Arsenal is in an alley with crackheads doing the heroin. What the fuck is going on here? Does this say it's not for kids? Holy Christ. So now he's hallucinating and he sees his daughter and she's all like, Hi, Daddy. And he gives her a big hug and he's crying. And he goes, I knew you had to be okay. She goes, Of course I am, Daddy. I'm, I'm fine. I'm always fine. And he goes, I'm never going to leave you again. Not ever. And then she asks him what happened to his hand, and he's like, nothing. And then you hear off panel, there she is. And he goes, you, and he's all sweaty. And there's an alley full of Prometheus's, Prometheus's, Prometheus, what's the plural of, plural of Prometheus? Promethei? Prometheus's, Prometheus's, Prometheus's. And Roy just, he's just kicking ass now. He's pulling out all kinds of knives and stuff, and he's like, don't touch her, and he's stabbing one, and he's, kicking one and he's stabbing another and he kicked the other one in the face and he's got a knife to the other dude's face and he stabs another one in the arm and then the, at the end of the of the alley it's electrocutioner and he says Roy and Roy's like get away from me and he goes not, you're not thinking straight you have to stop and he goes I'll never stop and I'll never let you hurt her again and, and he goes Roy listen to me and it turns out it's Batman the Dick Grayson Batman and he says it's too late, Roy. She's gone. And dude, it turns out... Roy kicked the shit out of all the junkies he was doing drugs with and he has a dead cat in his in his hands. What? What the? What is going on here? And Batman's in the alley and he's going, Le- Le- Leanne's dead. And he's like, because of you! And he attacks Batman with the, with the, with the knife... And and he goes to stab him with the cable arm, and um, Batman blocks it, of course, and he flips him, and then he comes up with another knife, and he punches him, and then Roy jumps up in the air, and he he lands on a fire escape, and he's throwing all these throwing knives at him, and he's bat um, it's like a back and forth, and the sad thing is these two guys were Titans together from like the very start, Teen Titans, like from the sixties and whatnot, so. You know, Batman's blocking the knives with his batarang, and then he then he gets it with the grappling hook, wraps it around the cable arm, pulls him off the fire escape, and they do they go for a long drag out fight, man. He's and the whole time Dick is like, "I'm sorry, Roy," and he goes, "You think you could take my girl away from me and walk away?" Because he he still thinks it's the electrocutioner, and he's like, "You know, these criminals have been giving away out time and time again, no more." And he goes, "No more, you're all gonna pay." And Batman's like, "I'm not your enemy, Roy. I'm your friend." And Roy runs right at him, dude. He gives him a straight boot to the face. Straight boot to the face. And Roy's unconscious. And and then Batman whispers to him. Dick Grayson says, it's going to be okay, Roy. I promise. And Roy wakes up. And uh, Black Canary's in front of him. And she says, you're okay, Roy. And he goes, what's going on? Where am I? Someplace safe. You can't hurt anyone else, least of all yourself. And he goes, what are you talking about? Get these things off of me. And he's all, he's strapped to a bed. He's strapped to a bed because he is shit 
fuck crazy right now. Can I, is that a word? I don't even know. Dude, I don't know what's going on, but all I know is how much shit can you throw at one character? Holy crap. Holy crap. And she says, I can't get you out of here, uh, Roy. And he goes, well, what, what do you mean you can't? Why? And she said, because you attacked Dick, and you almost killed those men in the alley, and you had a freaky-ass dead cat in your hand. What the hell was that about? Where did the dead cat come from? Why is that even... That was freaky. Mr. Cruel, you are a mean... You're a mean one, Mr. Cruel. And and she said, you know, you almost killed those people in the alley, those men. And because you're using again. And he said, it's my arm, my cable arm. It's un, It's unbearable. The pain is crazy. I just needed some release. I got confused with Dick. <laughs> Maybe that's why in the beginning he couldn't. Anyway, um, and he says, but those bums are just a bunch of junkies anyway. You don't understand, Dinah. And she's like, yeah, I do. I've seen you like this before, remember? And he's just yelling. And they even took his cable arm away from me, so he's just got his nubbin. And he starts yelling at He's like, damn it, get these things off me. I don't need to be tied down like some dog. And and um, she's all, but she says, that's a th- that's the thing, man. You do. The last time you wanted help, but now you don't. And uh, not yet you don't anyway. And so he's like, please, my arm, it really hurts. It really hurts. And she goes, I know it doesn't. I'm sorry. And he's like, don't leave me like this. And he's all screaming her name. And we're at the Virgil house. And um, I guess it's rehab for superheroes, maybe. I have no idea. Is that Lindsay Lohan? I don't know. Because um, she is a superhero. And she's like, well, that went well. And Batman's in the hallway. And he goes, and the important thing is he's here and he's safe. The Virgil House is, specializes in convicted villains with substance abuse problems. But right now it's... Okay, so it's a it's a drug rehab for supervillains. Really? Really? What the... This book is insane, dude. And so she goes, then why do I feel like I'm dumping them off in Arkham? And he goes, Arkham is for a plan, uh, for people with little to no chance of recovery. Those that are far too gone. But there's still a good chance for these inmates. What? I don't understand. What the fuck? <sighs> I guess they don't make them as crazy in Star City as they do in Gotham. And he, and he says, well, count yourself lucky. And she, she still feels like she's abandoning Roy because, you know, back when Roy had a... a a heroin problem she's the one that helped him through it you know and um so you know he's basically giving her the talk the only person that could help roy is roy the only person that could help him out of the the addiction is roy you know he needs to get all this crap out of his system keep it out and want to keep it out she goes i know but i worry that he don't ever want to again and then It cuts to Roy still trapped to the bed. And he's strapped to the bed and he's got his eyes closed and he's in the dark. And he goes, well, I don't see you doing anything about the situation. I didn't plan on being here. If I could get out, I would. And then he's saying, it's easy for you to say your arm doesn't feel like it's crawling with worms. It tingles like crazy. Leave me alone, Corey. I don't want to hear it. 
you're not even here, you're dead. Danish, Diana's uh, freaking right, I'm a mess. I should be locked away in here. You're wrong, I kicked it before I could do it again. Yes, I can. He's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And you see a voice off panel and says, but I need you. And it is a decayed vision of Leon, his daughter. And she says, Daddy, didn't you hear me crying for you? And the next issue is a death of a hero. But holy crap, dude. How much shit can Roy Harper take? It's over, Johnny. It's over, Johnny. It's over. Holy crap. You take away his arm. You take away his kid. You take away his Mr. Happy. And now you strap him to a table and you take away his the drugs. The goofballs. That he smoked. My lord. What is wrong with you, J.T. Cruel? Holy crap. My lord. Anyway, that has been another episode of Tales from the Attic. You could catch me, email me, Donnie, D-O-N-N-Y, Salvo, S-A-L-V-O, at yahoo.com. Questions, comments, anything you'd like to talk to me about. Um, there's an issue you might want me to do. If I have it in my collection, I'll be glad to, to look it over and see if I could do the do that I do. Alrighty. So until next time, this is Donnie Salvo saying, What the hell is wrong with you, JT Cruel? God! Jeez! <laughs>